You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is sponsored by Clean Juice, a certified organic nutrition and wellness bar with more than 100 locations in development in 16 states. Learn more at cleanjuice.com. Welcome to episode 26 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Jess Biondo. I'm Michaela Hooper. And I'm Tia McNelly. Today, we had the pleasure of interviewing Natasha Hemingway. Natasha has just like entered our life on two wheels lately. And she she came in screeching. And <laughs> I mean, it has been such a wild ride ever since. It's like we hopped, we hopped on the Natasha bus and it's been nothing but fun since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's doing amazing things. Yes. And she has so much energy and so much passion, but she had to work for it. She did. And her journey has led her to this point where now her story can empower other people. Yes. And she can help them find their passion. Um, so we're really excited to have you hear this interview today. Hey, Natasha, welcome to The Collected Podcast. Thank you for having me. We're so excited. Um, So you are a meaningful success coach. Can you tell people what that means and fill us in on your journey of how you ended up where you are now? Yeah. Okay. So I'll start how I got here and then I'll explain what it is. So I have spent my career 16 years in sales. So I did eight years in pharmaceutical sales, eight years in medical device sales. And so I had just gotten promoted Um, back in 2016 to senior territory sales manager. And I was the only African-American female across our division, across the country in that job. So I'd been like really working hard to get to this promotion. Yeah. And so I get the promotion. And then a couple of months later, I end up getting pushed out of my job. Mm. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Like this does not make sense. Um, And it was so devastating. It was literally like a loss, like a death. Mm. And what I realized is how much of my identity, my mm. significance, um, money, yep. socioeconomic, everything that I'd attached to that job. Um, and I'd been there so long. And But the interesting thing was when I got pushed out, every time I started to think about going to update my resume or look for a new job, I would physically get sick and emotionally be a wreck, like just crying and um, just upset because I'm very much like a dedicated, loyal person. So, I mean, I've called on my physicians since I came out of college, like literally. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've been with them for so long. And so just moving on, it just something wasn't sitting well with me. And I really could have went anywhere because I worked for one of the number one medical device companies in the country. So I could have went anywhere, but I physically couldn't do it. And I knew that that was a sign from God that that was not where I was supposed to be anymore. Isn't that mm-hmm. interesting how like our bodies oh. tell us it, what the Lord is doing? That yeah. he yeah. will get your attention uh-huh. one way or another. Yes. Like it doesn't matter. He knows us so well and what's going to speak to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it for me. And my husband was like, I can't have you like this. He's <laughs> like, oh. you know, you're the wife, you're the mom. He's like, he was like, that's not worth it. Mm. And I had been working on the side as a health coach. And so I'd been saying I wanted to um, build this side business as a health coach to the same salary um, and take home as I had in this medical device job. Mm. 
And so, and I was like, so I can retire myself. That's what I kept saying. And then my husband said to me, he was like, you know what? He was like, maybe this is God pushing you out of the nest and saying, do you trust me? Mm -hmm. He was like, I know it doesn't look like what you thought it should look like. And he said, let's be honest. If you would have built that to the same um, financial gain or outcome, he was like, you would have never left. He was like, you would have done all the hard work and then been making double. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he was like, but maybe this is God saying, do you trust me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) okay. (laughs) And then, so my husband's like, why don't we give it a year and um, see if you can really build this. So when he said that, I was terrified, I'll be honest. And I always say this, no matter where I speak or talk, my husband had more faith in me than I had in myself at that time. Mm -hmm. And I'm so, so grateful for him um, for having that faith in me and that faith in God to say, okay, this isn't working. We see that you're pulling us somewhere else. Let's take the step. So we talked to our financial advisor. We did do that. (laughs) Talked to our financial advisor. And then, so we were going to give it a year. And then I get nine months in to like doing this thing, right? And I'm giving it my all, like all of my energy, all of my effort to the point that my husband was like, I think you need to let up a little bit. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You're a little bit too much. Like it was sun up, sun down. He was like, you know, we're not getting any of you. And he was like, I understand why you're working so hard and what you're doing it for. And I know you're doing it for us, but I don't want it to be at the expense that we don't get you, you know? And I was like you don't understand. Like I have to make this work. If this doesn't work, I don't know what else I'm going to do. So I get nine months in and it's like crickets, you guys. <laughs> like it's, it's minimal growth mm-hmm. and I'm crushed. I'm crushed. Cause I'm like, Lord, like this is what you brought me to. Like I asked for confirmation and you gave it to me. Like <laughs> what is going on? Like, why isn't this working? And I remember going to a friend of mine and we sat down at Starbucks and we meet like once a month. And we talk, pray, cry, worship, all that. We shut Starbucks down, take it to the car, and just keep going until we're ready to go home. Um, And I remember her saying two things to me because I was distraught. I was just like in angst. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is not working. I'm going to have to go back to medical device sales. And she said the first thing she goes, she said, okay. She said, tell me this. She said, do you think... She said, are you playing God that small because the thing that you decided to take a leap of faith on isn't working? Mm. I was like, oh, oh, girl, did you really just hit me with that? That was a bit real. <laughs> right? I was like, that was real. She's Ooh. all up on the toes. <laughs> right? So I literally said, I said, well, yeah, if we're going to be honest, which is the way I believe in operating, then mm-hmm. yeah, I am. And I was like, I just don't see any other way. Like, this is it. This mm. is the ticket. Right? This is the thing. And she said, Okay. She said, so do you mean to think that the only thing you think God created you to be good at, let's just base it, good, great, whatever word you want to put behind it is a sales rep and a health coach? Like, that's it. You're done. Like, it's over? And I was like, wow. I was like, no. And she's like, exactly. She's like, now go pray about it. And I was Mm. like, what? I'm like, give me an answer. No, help me. Like, give me a sign. Like, Mm -hmm. do something. And I was like pray about it. So I remember driving home on 485 that night. And the first word that dropped in my spirit was surrender. And that was just overwhelming. I was like, surrender. Uh, uh, (laughs) that does not work for your girl here. Surrender. No, no, we don't do that. (laughs) I mean, like literally y'all, because I am now I call myself this, I'm a recovering type a perfectionist. Mm. So I'm always in recovery, right? It's like this, always this thing that I'm having to work on. Mm -hmm. And 
So surrender just doesn't quite fit, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but God knows me so well, and he knew he had to come into my heart boldly. So again, the way he speaks to me, confirmation. I go home that night, I'm scrolling before I'm going to sleep, and I see a sermon. And what was it on? Surrender. Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course, right? And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep. Wake up the next morning, drive my son to school, and... A friend, the other, another good friend of mine that I've grown up with, she sent me a sermon because she'll, we'll just send stuff to encourage each other. And she sent me a sermon and I, she didn't know anything about this conversation. Nothing like I, she didn't have any details. And the sermon that she sent me was on surrender, but it was even a step further. It said, not only is not only good enough to surrender, but you have to be willing to obey. Uh And I was like, whoa, Yeah. yeah, like that part. Right. And then I got it again later that day. And I was like, okay, okay, God. Like, I remember driving home from dropping my son off from school. And that's like three times I gotten it. And I'm like, I literally took my hands off the wheel. And I said, okay. I was like, I surrender. Mm -hmm. Whatever your will is, is what I want. And I didn't have a but behind it or if it will look like this or no. Whatever your will is, that's what I want. Like, Mm -hmm. cause I don't have it figured out and I surrender every bit of it to you and I'm going to do it over and over and over. That's and a place of such like fear oh. and freedom mm-hmm. at the same time. It, it, mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Tia, you hit the nail on the head. Like this whole journey to getting to a meaningful success coach, which I'm going to get to that point, um, that whole journey of surrender, the things that it's given me that I tell people all the time is it gives me peace. Mm-hmm. This surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. It's, Help me to understand what joy is mm-hmm. so I know what joy is um, because joy sustains you even amidst the suffering. Mm-hmm. Like joy is always available mm-hmm. to all of us. Um, and then it's just given me a sense of um, a deeper relationship. Yeah. In Christ. Sure. That intimacy. Yeah. The intimacy is like just next level. Yeah. Because surrender demands like um, die to thyself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to die to yourself and the things that you think you should have and where you should be and what time it happens. And you have to die to that over and over and over Man. because you're saying, hey, I surrender it. Like it's it's yours. Mm-hmm. And whatever that yours looks like is what I want. Um, so it comes with a lot of fear and it comes with really having to activate your faith. Yeah. Um, but it also comes with peace. Yeah. Too. Well, and you're surrendering that thing that you touched on earlier, which is your identity. Oh. Like you're surrendering. Wow. Like that's like the root of all of it was you needing a greater revelation of your identity in him. Mm. So like that's, I mean, and what do we fear so often? We fear ourselves. Like we fear not knowing who we are. Mm. Right. So, I mean, that's that's just so powerful to me, like listening to your story and your process and how the Lord was like, okay, here we go. Like, I'm going to take you on this process. And you got to that point of surrender. And then he took you to another level of like obedience. Mm. Now are you going to walk it out? Yeah. Like, that's so good. Yeah. That's so good, Michaela, to hear you say it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, That's it. Yeah. Like that part. And so once I began to surrender, to the ideas or the things that I thought I should be doing. I just said, God, my arms are open. My Mm -hmm. hands are open. My heart is open to whatever you bring forth. And then a coaching program came my way. It was like a nine-month coaching program or speaking program, excuse me. And I applied and got accepted. 
It was nine months. It um, took me to Canada to speak twice and met amazing women and got to co-author a book and do all these things. And then I said to God, I'm like, but what else? Like, I felt like something else was stirring in me. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was just speaking. Um, and I just kept saying, what else? What else? What else, God? I feel like there's more. You put this stirring in me. So I know. I'm like, what else? And so then... Um, people kept coming back to me and saying the word coaching. And I'm thinking, coaching, uh-uh, we are not talking about coaching. I just failed at that. Right? <laughs> like, we've been there, done that. Don't talk to me about coaching. And then so I, again, just, I guess, just being completely cut off, my husband's like, well, maybe it's like coaching, you know, like life coaching or that thing that people are doing. And I was like, what? And he, I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Because he couldn't, like, articulate it, right? And I was like, oh, and then it's like this light bulb moment. Mm. And then, but I, I didn't see myself as a life coach. Um, and then I started thinking about my journey and how I could share because I'd grown so much through it, like how I can help other people who are in that place. And I was like, oh, success, success coach. Mm. But then I was like, but I'm not a success coach. Like that just seems empty, superficial, um, about money or achievements or goals. And then I just dropped the word meaningful in front of it. And I just kind of created my own word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, meaningful success coach. Okay. And then God gave me the definition. Um, What that means is creating and cultivating what matters to you most and brings you purpose and joy. Yeah. And so it goes back to that core of like your purpose work, right? Your Mm -hmm. gifting, the thing that God's given you. And so in short, I say that I help people go from career to calling. That's good. So really That's being really in that good. place that God has called you to be that we often ignore mm-hmm. because we're afraid Yep. Um, and, or we don't have the plan. And sometimes there's no paycheck automatically coming in behind <laughs> yeah. it, right? So yeah. we run from those things. Whereas this is saying, hey, like stop being in misery, chasing a paycheck yeah. and actually be in purpose, on purpose, you know, and mm-hmm. actually using the gifts and the things that bring you joy. Yeah. So I, mm. that's how it all came. And all of that is what you had to walk through in your story. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you were equipped then <laughs> to help people work, yeah. walk that out in their lives. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, all that you wrestled through and to, you know, come to that point of just surrendering, yeah. if that hadn't happened. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you could still help people reach their goals and their dreams, and yeah. but it's so much richer since you've had to walk through it yourself, yeah. oh, I yeah. think. I'm like, there's always purpose in pain yeah. because that was painful. Yeah. I mean, it, it was painful. Like when you've been 16 years in this amazing job with this extremely amazing salary yeah. and just security and comfort and all those things, when that's taken away... I don't think we even realize sometimes how much of our identity is wrapped up in um, money, status, a mm. job, all of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, we don't realize it because we think like we're so conditioned to think like this is what you do. You go to college, you get this job, you make the, you want to get the high amount of, highest amount of money that you can get, and you do this, and then you go to the next level, and this, and this, and that. And then when it's not there, it's like, oh, wait, like mm-hmm. who am I? Like, mm-hmm. what am I good at? What yeah. do I want out of life? Yeah. And then 
I, I went through that, that loss of identity. And I was like, wait a minute. I know who I am. I'm Natasha Freeman Hemingway. And I was born that. Yes. And I am God. I am a child of God. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Let's take captive these thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. That's good. I am not that job. Mm-hmm. Like, I am Natasha Freeman Hemingway. And I was that before I got that job. And I'm that even after that job. One of the things that I love most about our sponsor, Clean Juice, is that every store that you go into has a prayer request jar. (laughs) And they are so committed to making sure that they're not just serving their customers with products that keep them healthy in body, but they really want to create community that is strong in spirit. Mm-hmm. And so um, when you when you walk by that prayer request jar, you'll notice like it's always full of prayer requests. Do you remember that one time we um, we just asked the manager if we could mm-hmm. take some out and pray over them? Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. And I mean, anybody can do that really. Like you can take them out. You can put your requests in. But um the thing to me that's awesome is it actually starts in their corporate, like on a corporate level as well. Like you see that in who they are as, um, owners, Cat and Landon, like you see that in their employees, you see their value and their desire to empower people in their spirit. Yes. Not just with food. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. Mm. Which is most important empowering people in their spirit. And just like we talk about at Collected all the time, um, mind, body, heart, and spirit are all interconnected. And so one is no more important than the other. Whenever one is off, the others suffer. And so I just, I love that they're so conscious about taking care of their customers in a holistic way. Yeah. So check out Clean Juice, grab the app so that you can pay and earn rewards. um, And you can find the location nearest to you. I think it's so important that you say, I am Natasha Freeman Hemingway, because what I hear in your story is oneness in marriage, that that covenant bond in your marriage has been such a part of where you have gone and and knowing when to pivot Mm. and having the courage to run after and be supported in the things that God has led you to. Mm. And I think that's just incredible. It's huge. I... My husband and I have been through a lot of stuff. Like, we've lost a child. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just fighting through different things. Like, just different things that we've been through in life and different challenges we've had to face. It's like, you look at these things and we just get stronger and we get stronger. So things that would break other people, Mm -hmm. um, we look at it and we're like, wow, you know, we... We know the blessing that's there. Yes. yes. The growth. Yeah. It brings us closer together. We lean on each other more. Um, and we do that for each other constantly back and forth. And that's I will amazing. say we are not perfect. No marriage. I is. talk about it even on social media social media. I'm like, listen here, we are not perfect. But one thing we're committed to is never giving up. That's awesome. Yeah. Always, always pressing in. What's one thing that you either just, you know, you yourself or um, you and your husband have have kind of had to push through that was worth the struggle? I would say the biggest thing would have to be losing our son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that for us has been worth the push. Yeah. Like I don't really feel like there's anything that can take us down. Like yeah. being that we went through that um, and we've been able to see the blessing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that we wanted to happen. Sure. But 
there are blessings that have come from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you have to you have to seek those things because yeah. you can go to a bad place. You can mm-hmm. go to a really dark place. You can yeah. go to a really angry place. Sure. Um, or you can go to a place where you, you just surrender it. Mm. You surrender it. Um, and you grow from it and you love each other harder and you love each other, um, through it all. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm just sorry for that hurt. That's okay. Yeah. The Lord is faithful. Yeah. And you inspire me with your just constant recognition of his goodness, even in the, the hardest of hard. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I tell people all the time, people are like, oh, I don't know how you survived that or how you, and I'm like, you know what? It's not me. Mm-hmm. Like I would be a fraud if I tried to act like I have it all together and I've arrived at this business and mm-hmm. I've done this and I've done that, like that I would be a fraud. Mm-hmm. And I know it's nothing put God's hand on every single thing we've been through yeah, all the time over and over and over. And sometimes it is harder to see it, it that way. Yeah. It takes time, right? Yeah. Sometimes when you're in the pain, you're like, all you can see and feel is the pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, I don't see a blessing from this. I don't see any good. Like yeah. this doesn't feel good. I don't want to be here. Why am I here? But you just, the biggest thing you have to keep your faith. Like you mm-hmm. have to keep your faith and you have to stand on his promises, which are in the word. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like he says, Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for the good of those who are called, who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. You have to stand on those things. Mm-hmm. Thank you for keeping the last part of the verse. Yeah. <laughs> so many people like to leave that out. Cut it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's the full verse. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and that you have to stand on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, um, this verse. I keep with me so much is second Timothy one seven mm-hmm. for God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of love power and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. Like I have to remember that over and over and over, whether it's my business or this month is our first son's birthday, like yeah. all of that, yeah. you know, I have to remind myself of that all the time. Yeah. yeah all the time. Yeah. Well, and, and too, like when you recall God's faithfulness, when you're faced with these moments of surrender and you've got fear and freedom in front of you, that's what helps you choose fear. I mean, sorry, choose freedom mm-hmm. over fear. Mm-hmm. God's faithfulness and standing on those promises Absolutely. and those, those, those wins in the Lord is what allows you to take hold of freedom and to just crush fear under your foot. Yeah. yeah. I just talked about that when I spoke this weekend. Wow. Is that is like flipping. I, t- I coach on this and I speak on it. It's called the fear to faith cycle. Mm. And it's, I talk about how fear, we see it a lot of times and it's like, oh, this is this negative thing and, um, and how it, it literally comes no matter whether we experience something good or we experience something bad, like a life event, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be a good or a bad thing, um, fear naturally arises. But I believe there's a way to flip it, right? And you can flip fear on its head and then you put faith on top of that and just keep pressing that thing down and until you just like, until it just disintegrates. It's, but there's a way to see it. So good. I love what you said earlier about seeking the good or like you, we have an opportunity in the midst of whatever we're in to seek good Mm -hmm. or bad. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard to seek out the good, <laughs> especially oh, yeah. if you're going through something that's really difficult. Um, to seek out the good is really hard, but that's where that piece of faith 
comes in. And the more we operate from that, the easier it becomes, I believe. So you saying like, there's nothing that could break you and your husband. Like, I mean, that's, there's evidence in your life that you Mm -hmm. guys have really pushed through and sought after the Lord and, and crushed that fear. Like, but it does, it takes time. Yeah. So that's so powerful. What are some surprising doors that you feel like God has opened for you since you've started on this journey of surrendering all to Him? Yeah, I think getting accepted into the speaking program, speaking <laughs> in Canada twice, being able to co-author the book. What's the book? Um, it's called Women Rising, Volume awesome. 4. Okay. And I, I feel like it's all of that, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. even my own coaching business, like being able to have this coaching business that I'm able to create that is authentic and that is that I can literally relate to people. Mm. Like I know what you're going through. I've been there Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be able to coach you. I say servant leadership. That's what I feel like coaching is, but being able to lead people through that and help them develop a plan, but also helping them lean on their faith throughout the process. So good. That is like, what lights me up. And then the speaking part, I feel like it's all of it, right? Yeah. It's like all of these things. And I'm like, you just never would have seen it coming. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would never. And now I'm like, I look back and I'm like, Oh, that God took me out of that job. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, listen, no, no more of that. Here's where I want you. Here's where I need you. I'm going to have you here for this season. I'm going to break you down a little bit, crush you a little bit, (laughs) build you back up. Yeah. But, um, I feel like those, it's so many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many things. But I feel like the sweetest thing and the sweetest door that has been open is just my understanding for the relationship and the intimacy and the love like yeah. with God. Like that has been mm. – it just like takes my breath away thinking yeah. about it sometimes yeah. because I'm like I wouldn't have been here I would have just been going on, like yeah. doing my thing, making money, we're living, we go to church, blah, blah, blah. But like this, it's like next level. Sure. <laughs> and it's that has been like the most beautiful surprise out of all that pain mm-hmm. getting this. Do you have any practical tips for our listeners for how you stay rooted in that? Yeah. Tip number one, surrender. <laughs> <laughs> Full Tip number circle. Two, yep. Obey. Okay? That's about, um, that's about all you got to do. I mean, like, easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And oh you know what gosh. I think too is, this is something I talked about on Instagram the other day, is like, you have to keep, I think it's a number thing, right? You have to keep coming back to the word. Mm-hmm. Like, and I am guilty of getting distracted and, you know, not being focused. And, and again, my friend who challenged me when I was in that ugly point, Again, the same thing. She was like, you need to go back to the word. Because I was like, I just feel like I'm distracted and there's so much going on and I'm trying to build this business and blah, 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 blah. And she was like, you need to get back to the word, like back to the basics, Mm. back to the promise. And it's Hmm. like, that's tip. Really, that should be tip number one. Yeah. Get in the word. Because every And our pastor just talked about it. A lot of times we're so busy praying for the miracle, like, right, looking for the miracle, looking for the... And it's like the promises and the answers that you need to be speaking over yourself are right here in the Bible. Right. Yeah. They're right there. Mm-hmm. Y- you just need to get yourself in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to be reading it so mm-hmm. that you can speak those things over yourself and while you're praying. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the biggest thing, honestly, is just reading it because we don't. A yeah. lot of times we don't, right? <laughs> we get so busy. And so I think that's one. And then surrender and obey. Like the more you surrender, 
then the more you're going to be in his will and mm-hmm. his way, like where he wants you to be, yeah. which is just so much so more peaceful. It is. Yeah. Hey, so um, I know you've got something cool on the horizon. So I was wondering if you wanted to let us know of a, a new cool way to get connected with you. Yes. Okay. So to get connected with me, you can go, I'm pretty much everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm Natasha Hemingway. Okay. And that's with two M's, Yep. by the way. I was about to say it if you didn't. Yes. <laughs> com is my website. You can get connected there. And then in starting May 6th, I'm going to run a two-week um, kind of pod. I don't want to say challenge. I did a Make Your Life, um, Make 2019 a Meaningful Year challenge. I did that at the beginning of the year. Ran two cycles of this. But this, I don't feel like it's a challenge. It's more of just... Um, I don't know, like a learning, a teaching, I don't know. But it's going to be about overcoming fear. And I'm going to teach people my fear to faith cycle. Love it. And there'll be like a workbook that they get Mm -hmm. with it. And I'll walk you through it. And then we'll have a private um, pop-up Facebook group. So I'm not going to keep you forever. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) But it'll be like a pop-up Facebook group. Um, just so that people can have this tool yeah. um, to be able to walk away with um, every time they kind of come up against something in life. Because no matter who you are, um, what your socioeconomic background is, what I don't care, race, whatever, you're going to be hit with things. Yep. Like mm-hmm. that's just life. Yep. Yep. Everybody's going through something. We're all going to experience different things. But it's like, how do you overcome it? Like, how do you move past that's so good. the life event and then the fear that comes in? Like, what do you do at that point? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so practical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because we get stuck. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like something happens, fear comes up, and then it's like, <gasps> I don't know what to do. Yeah. We shrink and we stay stuck. And it's like, no, actually, you have the authority and the power yeah. to be able to move past that and move past that fear and keep going. Yes. So, I love it. But I think people need, a lot of people just need to know what to do. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we have to wrap up our conversation. That's okay. However, we're going to continue it over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Collected Podcast is where you can find the continuation of this incredible conversation with Natasha. And just a little teaser, we're going to talk a little bit about what God's doing amongst the four of us right now. And, well, five, six, seven of us, depending on who else gets wrapped is going to come in. It's over. It's like five of us. Yeah. yeah. But then we have somebody else coming in. It's going to be six. Six. And I get, I mean, there's going to be more. It's going to be. He's weaving oh, something beautiful. Right? Mind blowing. <laughs> I forgot to say the website. Oh, to yeah. To be able to go into the Fear to Face Cycle. It's The website is feartofacecycle.com if you want to sign up for it. It's just a two-week little teaching channel. I'm going to be doing it. Oh, I love yeah, it. amazing. Come on. Jess May was 6th. in the um, Make 2019 a Meaningful Year to Challenge. It was challenge. so good. And, and we'll put a awesome. link to that, um, not challenge, but the, the yeah, fear to face. The study? The, the study, maybe. The study. There you yeah. go, Jess. Um, Give me In our show notes as well. So yeah. people can link right to it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, but for now, thank you, Natasha. Yes, thank, thank you for having me. And everyone else, join us over on Patreon to continue the conversation. Thanks mm-hmm. so much, you guys. Mm-hmm. When you're distracted, get back to the word. You know, mm-hmm. to be collected is to be not perturbed or distracted. And I'm in the season of God showing me everything about distraction, including how to live with all the distractions. And so it was super helpful to me to just hear her coming from a totally different perspective, a totally different place in her life, say, hey, when you feel distracted, get back to the word. Mm -hmm. That was good. That's some seriously practical advice. Yeah, I was like, all throughout her interview, I was blown away by um, the 
focal points mm-hmm. that God has given her over time. Mm-hmm. Like she's been, she's always, she's gone back to different things, whether it was the word or prayer or community, mm-hmm. um, the things that have drawn her back or, or caused her to kind of put her focus back on the thing that's most important. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's incredible. And in her story, the thing that she thought she was supposed to be pursuing after wasn't really the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we've heard that in so many stories and it plays out in different ways, but that's so often what people say is that I was chasing after one thing <laughs> and it caused me to end up in a totally different place. Right. But that time isn't wasted. No. Mm-hmm. The thing we're pursuing after, even if it doesn't end up being the ultimate thing that it feels life-giving or mm-hmm. that God is leading us to, that time is so valuable to prepare us yeah. for what's yet in store. It's amazing. I really loved that a part part of her journey, it was probably part of one of her biggest hurts, but also um, there's so much grace on how God allowed her to achieve what she <clears throat> excuse me, had been working towards. Um, being the only black female rep at the level she made it to in her mm-hmm. company, um, that she got there, but then she had to walk through the hurt of of being pushed out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes you don't make it. Sometimes you're working towards something and God pivots you in a new direction before you make it there. But I just, I <laughs> love that she was able to experience that achievement. Yeah. Like it's such a significant thing mm-hmm. for her to have, have actually accomplished that. Well, and then the being pushed out may have looked like destruction in the moment, but it was the catalyst God was using to get her to something greater. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, and I love that she's now like she's empowering people, yeah, other people to find their purpose. And um, I love that, like she said, um, purpose on purpose. Mm -hmm. So from one purpose to the next, like yeah. That's that's a part of the process, but I love that she's empowering other people yes. now to do the same thing. Yeah, she so. and I definitely are on the same wavelength. Yeah, we, we have different yeah. methods and a little bit of a different process and place for where we coach people from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and and um, Michaela, I heard you mentioning um, to her just in a private moment about sort of this nine month theme, and that really reminded mm-hmm. me of. Um, of my my coaching is kind of based on like labor and delivery for your dreams. Yeah. And so it really reminded me of that. And I don't know, there's just so much, so many ways that we're deeply connected to Natasha. So y'all stay tuned because mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be even more story to tell with Natasha Hemingway. I think so. And before we wrap up for today, you know, all these things we're talking about, we have a lot of adults on the podcast, <laughs> but all these concepts, like, I mean, just imagine like getting a being able to soak this in yeah. as a teenager mm-hmm. yeah. and or a young adult. And so we offer um, every summer a collected camp and yeah. the dates are up, the information's posted where we start to go over these concepts and instill these in the youth mm-hmm. um, because they're the next generation. And yeah. this, yeah, it came from a cry from women saying, if someone had taught me this yes. when I was a girl, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have a business right now. Like if we, and that's great. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've been in nonprofit work yep. for a long time. So I can say working myself out of, out of a job is great work. Yeah. Yep. I love that challenge. So if we can get enough, enough people to understand who they are in God mm-hmm. and to be able to walk in the unique purpose they were created with, um, we win. Yeah. Yeah. God wins. Yeah. 
So, so we'll put a link to that <laughs> yeah. um, in our show notes where you can get all the information about the camp and register. Yes. Um, and we're doing a special for our Patreon listeners as oh, well. Yeah. So if you are on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, you'll get a deal on your registration. Yes. So check it out. Patreon.com slash The Collected Podcast. And we will see you all back here next Thursday. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would help spread the word. Check back here for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. Find The Collected Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Collected Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as $1 a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, exclusive contests, and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNally Notes, Jess at Spreza Foundry, and Michaela at The Creative Space NC. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to prevent and support unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. Support for The Collected Podcast is provided by Clean Juice. Learn more at cleanjuice.com and be sure to check out their lifestyle arm at wellhappyandkind.com. Podcast recorded by Jacob Early. Music by Asaf Alon.